Welcome to the Advance Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the non-profit organisation that shines a spotlight on the impact of outstanding global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet all 34 game changers recognised in the 2022 Global Australian Awards. These inspiring game changers generously share the story of their international career journey with us, the highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know these inspiring game changers. In this episode, we meet Dr. Lee Rong, a 2022 game changer for his work as a pioneer of technologies shaping Industry 4.0 and as an expert in 5G technology. I particularly valued hearing his perspective on international collaboration on 5G technology and the potential to solve major challenges. If you imagine you are speaking to a high school audience, let's say, how would you describe your role and what your day-to-day looks like? Uh, so pretty much I, um, uh, I work as the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer for uh, a high-tech startup. Um, we focus on uh, smart manufacturing, uh, also called uh, Industry 4.0, uh, because we are facing uh, a multitude of uh, issues currently um, with uh, sustainability, global warming, um, and uh, lacking of working labor forces um, as, well, as well as aging populations. Um, so all these things really impact the core of uh, uh, economy, which is uh, uh, manufacturing. So I'm looking into new technologies such as um, IoT, Internet of Things, um, 5G connectivity, um, cloud computing, uh, robotics, how these new technologies can really work together to basically upgrade our manufacturing capability to the next level, which is uh, so-called Industry 4.0. So, yeah. And so, as a chief marketing officer, what does your what what does a day look like for you? I'm sure every day is different, but what might it look like for you? Uh, it's uh, it's hectic every day, but I think I'm I'm quite used to it by now, um, because. We, Working for a startup, so pretty much I have to do a lot of things. So I have seven people under me. Uh, as a, a team, I'm pretty much in charge of uh, company product strategy, uh, external internal communications, um, and uh, overseas sales as well as partnerships. Um, so these are the main uh, things I, I have to work on. Um, but uh, because it's a startup, so pretty much I have to work on um, uh, a lot of small details. For example, uh, a few days ago, I was pretty much writing a, a new uh, news article by myself because I uh, really have to get things done <laughs> quickly and uh, in an effective way. So yeah, pretty much uh, that, that's what I do uh, in, in my role. And did you always see this as your goal to be working in this space, to be working for this kind of company? No, this is um, so rolling back a little bit. So I, I graduated with a PhD from University of Wollongong back in 2016. And uh, so I was my, my PhD was focusing on what's called a distributed multimedia system. So you can imagine it's more like the today's Netflix how it works and the uh, online technologies make, make, make Netflix working. 
Um, but then after my PhD, I was very much um, passionate about uh, going to France and going to Europe um, to learn the culture, learn the language. Um, and uh, to experience more. So then it was just by random chance I, I got into uh, um, 4G, 5G telecommunication business. And uh, so I've been in that business for the last more than 16 years now. And uh, then seven, eight years ago, that was extended into the current focus, which is uh, Industry 4.0. So no, I, um, I, I guess sometimes it's by chance, sometimes... Uh, it's just the, at the right time you start doing something and then it becomes the focus of your, your career and, and your, your future development. So that that's what, what, what's been happening or what happened to me. Yeah. Interesting. And then and, um, your, your journey is quintessentially global from that first um, going to France as a postdoc and um, and then to uh, China and, and Japan, Japan before that. Um, tell us about that geographical journey and changing locations and what you what what skills you needed to make that possible. Uh, I, I think skill wise really um, have a, a solid um, degree from uh, a good Australian university in the field um, that helps. And uh, certainly when I had my PhD that opened uh, quite a bit of doors. Uh, in the sense that um, you, you know, I, I prove that uh, I'm academically capable, um, but also at the same time, I think it really helped me uh, at the personal level with uh, this kind of innovative thinking and, and so on. Um, and then, um, yeah, I, I think curiosity um, is important. I think. Um, um, when I was younger, back in the late 20s, uh, mid 30s, um, I was really passionate about traveling and going, seeing the world. So, so I've been to 70 countries, uh, and then, um, then I went to. I, I think France struck me as a place I really want to be, um, and then, uh, partially due to the culture, partially due to, also technology-wise, it's very um, advanced. Uh, and then after a few years, I, I, I think my attention was drawn to Japan. Uh, I mean, Japan used to be uh, the mega tech uh, center of uh, everything uh, new and high tech. So I, I went to Japan back in 2009 and then spent the next six years there, experienced the culture, learned the language, uh, worked there and, and so on. Um, and, and then um, in 2015, it brings me to China, where, where things are really booming in terms of technologies, uh, new uh, internet uh, re relevant uh, um, things happening and, and, and so on. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it, it's in the core. Uh, I'm a very curious person uh, about new um, environment, new technologies, new uh, culture. And um, and that that part of that I think uh, is also uh, when I was younger in in high school in, in Australia I think uh, the, the promotion of multiculturalism and um, uh, certainly uh, um, it becomes part of the value within me and some of my best friends they are they're from all over the world so yeah I, I think all these things <laughs> seek um, so sort of. Uh, Putting the puzzle together and 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 uh, that, that that pretty much influenced the the my my, my path. Yeah. 
Really interesting journey there, and um, and each step you're embracing the new what the new uh, industrial culture is and business culture is, as well as um, obviously everything else as well. Can you? Um, what are the big challenges you face on a day to day level, um, professionally, but maybe even personally as well? What what what's tough, and and how do you deal with those challenges? Yeah, I think uh, so. Working on something new, brand new, um, in a very technical, um, advanced area is that you have very little or no reference to how in the future it might evolve into. So basically, we have to do everything from scratch to explore many different ways and hopefully get them right. Uh, and they experience a lot of failures and lesson learned, but that, that's all part of the fun, I guess. Um, and eventually reaching somewhere that uh, and create something valuable for, for the society and uh, not just for our own company. Um, and also, of course, we currently we are facing this um, unprecedented situation with COVID-19, uh, as well as uh, unfortunately uh, we, we, with the geopolitical situation, we, which is not the best right environment for people like me who really like to working on technologies ecosystem at the global scale uh, in a very transparent way. Um, but uh, I do hope these things change and gradually we, we, we can really work on something uh, in a more global and uh, transparent uh, manner. Uh, so so uh, these are the challenges and the day-to-day challenges, yeah, of course, it's some um, uh, we're working at a startup. You, you have to deal with all kinds of uh, small miscellaneous, small little. Yes, for sure. Um, for those um, sort of not f- familiar with how the geopolitical situation impacts telecommunications, and can you just share a little bit more about sort of what what's happening there and what an ideal world would look like, and with the transparency that you mentioned. Uh, yeah, that, that's a very good question. So, um, yeah, because of the, well, the, the, the uh, so, so, sort of sanction uh, started by, by USA uh, on 5G vendors uh, in China, in particular Huawei and ZTE, um, but basically that impacts the whole um, ecosystem. Um, um, these are the ones directly being sanctioned, but uh, otherwise, uh, smaller c- companies um, um, really facing uh, issues with um, um, introducing their products um, to, to the different regions. For example, I'm in Japan now. Um, the Japanese government hasn't been so um, direct in terms of uh, um, what's allowed, what's not allowed, but uh, uh, really there are a lot of uh, informal exchange um, with um, the local customers here in in, um, in, in, in Japan uh, really impact by, by this um, relation between uh, China and the US and, and that, that really sort of um, um, yeah, slows down the, 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 the development or, or progress of how things should move forward because I, I, I think Today, um, the two most, the strongest countries in terms of uh, 5G and IoT, they are USA and, and China. And uh, a lot of ecosystems being developed around those two countries. Uh, a lot of new things can be really um, propagated to other regions in the world 
to really scale up and uh, uh, accelerate the progress. But unfortunately, due to this geopolitical situation, um, things are not moving so fast. And uh, so in an ideal world, I think we're moving back to, uh, we, we just go back and reference to um, uh, the era of uh, when iPhone was introduced uh, with, with the sort of uh, acceleration of 4G network. And that really ha made a lot of things happen. I, I mean, a lot of new experiences. You, you know, people start really using their mobile phone a as the thing to, 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 to buy things, to interact with your friends and, 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 and so on. And But that's all based on um, there, there was a lot of transparencies and uh, not so much of this geopolitical situation at the time. Um, so hopefully, um, gradually, I, I still believe that that will ease, ease down and uh, then, um, yeah, hopefully we, we, we can move to the next stage of uh, yeah, this uh, development. Thanks for sharing that. And that's really interesting. Um, and yeah, we remember, obviously, the iPhone and the, inter um, the evolution of the 4G technologies there. With your journey as someone, as I mentioned, quintessentially global Australian, you were born in China, moved to Australia, you've been, uh, got friends all around the world, you've travelled to many more countries than most people. Um, tell me what it means to you to be recognised for this um, through these Global Australian Awards and to be recognised by Australia for what you're doing. No, I, I, I think I'm truly um, thankful, grateful. Um, this is really beyond my expectation. I think uh, it's one of the best nominations I've ever received uh, in, in my life. And uh, I really hope um, to use this to, to um, leverage this uh, nomination to connect more with Australian universities, institutes, and uh, bridging between them and the rest of the world uh, we, we, to, to really push um, the, the ecosystem, the the market where which I'm I'm focusing on, where which I'm passionate about. Um, so that, that that's the next thing I, I really want to work on. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sure they'll be really pleased to hear that, and um, you're you're on the cutting edge of a field that for many people it's um, yeah quite something new to learn about, and we're excited to share that story. Um, if you were to give advice to someone uh, earlier in their career, maybe considering a a career in the tech industry, what would you? What advice might you have for them? Uh, yeah, I think uh, just be curious, be bold, and um, I mean to be honest, Australia is a fantastic place, um, but sometimes it gets too comfortable here, and, and then. Uh, <laughs> and, and also it's geographically it's a little bit isolated um, so I, I, I think for younger people I think uh, go take the risk experience another country experience the culture go work there settle down or spend a few years and uh, really um, um, gain the experience gain the knowledge and then when you reach my age or a little bit older um, try to um, contribute back to Australia, connect Australia with the rest of the world, and, and, and bridge between different cultures, different uh, yeah societies, and yeah. So I, I, that that would be my um, uh, advice to to the younger guys who who, who are going down this path. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
For more on global Australian game changes over the last decade, please go to our website advance.org.